It's a great pleasure to welcome Dara Akamalafe to take part in the latest of our podcast series of Felsted Talks. Dara was a student at Felsted for 12 years before heading to Atlantic College to complete his IB studies and is now studying business administration at the IE Business School just south of Madrid. Dara re-engaged directly with Felsted last summer and has been a central figure in our Equality and Diversity Committee. Dara, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me here. It's, uh, it's an honour. No, it's a, it's a real pleasure to, to see you again and to be able to talk to you again. Um, it's been great over the last year to uh, reconnect with you. Um, and it, I guess it started really that we, we, we reached out to one another almost um, when we were reflecting on the impact of Black Lives Matter and its importance for the Felstead community. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about uh, your, your memories of how, how we got back in touch. Yeah, yeah. It was over that quarantine period. I think a lot of us were stuck at home. I think we had a lot of time to reflect on things and obviously um, sort of early June um, when the George Floyd uh, demonstrations started to happen and that was all over the news. It got me thinking like a lot. Um, so I just wrote down sort of thoughts, feelings surrounding, you know, everything going on in the world. And also I, I reflected um, on my time as a young uh, black Felstedian. Um, and I just, you know, I was highlighting a couple of my struggles um, regarding race. And then I decided to just post that on, on my Instagram. And that was pretty much intended for my year group. So to see the the spread that it had over Instagram, you know, I had old Felstedians who I had vague memories of or didn't even know, you know, uh, commenting on the post, uh, direct messaging me. Um, so that was a, a big surprise to see the amount of feedback that I got. Uh, and then obviously uh, you commented on the post, Chris, and um, your offer to be a part of the Diversity and Equality Committee. I just, you know, instantly I knew that's definitely something I'd want to be involved in uh, because I'm really keen to sort of work towards a solution, you know, rather than just highlight a problem. Yeah, no, I, th I think that was a, a really positive experience for me because it, it certainly made me reflect on um, my practice as a, as a leader in schools and also to think more about the experience that students have going through the school. And it, it, it's really good to see, um, to see social media actually playing a positive role because we, we often talk about the negatives that can, it can have for students. But in, in this particular case, the, the reach that that gave um, and the, the voice that it gave to people was, was for, to my mind, a really positive thing. Yeah, no, I have to agree with that. It was, it, it was really, um, I was very, very surprised, um, pleasantly surprised, I suppose. Yeah. And we, we're working as a school, recognizing probably that we, we've still got work, a lot of work to do. Uh, in all areas of diversity and inclusion and so on. Um, and just recently, uh, also through social media, Everyone's Invited has been a, a really big topic of conversation and thought for us. Um, your, your work within our Equality and Diversity Committee, how do you think we started? What, what things do you think we should be looking at doing in the, in the coming, say, six or 12 months? I, I honestly think Felstead firstly does a, a great job so far um, and I'm comparing that to you know other traditional uh, UK schools even schools you know around the world Felsed is such a great uh, community 
uh, with diversity. Um, so I think it's very, very commendable, the, uh, the efforts for inclus inclusion at the moment. I just think that Felstedians really need to recognize the importance um, and the benefits of diversity within the student and staff body. And, you know, really taking a second to really think about that. Um, like, what are those benefits of, of having people who are different from me, you know? And I think once students and staff recognize that, it will be sort of inevitably uh, embedded within the school's culture to be inclusive and to value equality more, you know? Um, and I think it's, I guess it's easier said than done. And I'm still not sure what exactly the best approach is. But the thing is, I've seen it done. And my studies in Atlantic College really proved that to me. And I guess that's why I, I saw this as an opportunity to bring, you know, the value that I could, that I've, I've gained from my experience in Atlantic College and bring that back to uh, the school that I consider home, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, t tell us a little bit about Atlantic College, because I, I understand it was founded by Kurt Hahn, who's the the person who was behind Round Square. And of course, that, that's something that Felsted is um, is very much committed to. So t tell me about your experiences of Atlantic College. Yeah. So Atlantic College was my, there was my, it's just a sixth form college. And those are my two years that I spent away from Felsted. And as you said, uh, Kurt Hahn, the ideals from Round Square uh, and the ideals from UWC, um, which is the sort of, um, I guess, the umbrella name for all of the, the schools across the world. Um, they're very linked uh, together. They sort of believe in the same uh, mission of uh, more than just education and, and academics, that education should be about the world and uh, further than just your, your own circle, you know. So I, was, I wasn't so keen at first, I think I was still a little bit apprehensive about it. It was my parents who pushed me to join, but it really, really was a great experience for me. Um, mm -hmm. The amount of stuff that I learned, I think it's very interesting that the way I reflect on my experience there, I barely even think about what I did in the classroom. And I say sort of 80%, maybe 90% is everything that I did outside of the classroom, you know, the mm -hmm. extracurriculars um, and getting involved in things that I consider uh, that I consider I'm very passionate about. Yeah, I mean, we. I remember going to uh, to Aiglon with you. I, I don't know whether you remember this back back when you were, I think, in year year ten for a Round Square Global Conference, and I I just remember the feedback that we got from the uh, the house parents who who said that even among older students, you'd really stood out because you'd you'd not just gone to the conference, but you'd you'd made the conference part of your experience so you'd asked lots of questions got involved in things and I guess going to Atlantic College uh, e even if initially a little bit reluctantly that that drive to make the best of it must have really helped no I, I agree and it's it was almost like Atlantic College was uh, the extended version of my experience in Round Square you know obviously the Round Square conference was just five days long mm. um, so I and it, it it amazes, it amazes me because um, even those five days, the amount that I learned, the amount of discussions that we had, the debates, it was a really um, eye-opening experience for me. So Atlantic College, you can imagine, was just, you know, that much more being there for two whole years, two whole academic years. Um, and I honestly would say that to any sort of students 
that are listening that if they're considering uh, going to one of these round square events, I would, you know, 1000% recommend it because though I was apprehensive at first, looking back, it's opened so many doors to me and I think um, really changed my outlook on education, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's a, a really good endorsement for it. I, I, I mean, I, I've always felt that um, the biggest danger that Felsted faces is to be inward looking into a little rural village in Essex. It, it would be very easy just to look inwards. And one of the things we have to encourage students to do is to look outwards and embrace the sort of global aspects of education. And we're very lucky. We have students come to us from all over the world. And I do think sometimes um, sometimes the, the more local students should do more to try and learn about their cultures and to find out more about what... Uh, what education is like across the world, not just here. Yeah. Um, what, one of the other things that we, we sort of focus on, I suppose, as a school is we, we want our pupils to go out and to make a difference. We, we're, a, we're in a very fortunate setting where uh, it's a privileged education um, and with that is the responsibility, therefore, to, to actually think about how you might make a difference. And I, I think... You know, your your role coming back to us has shown a way of doing that um, at quite a young age. But what about the ambitions for the future? How what what sort of uh, what impact do you want to go out and have on the world? Yeah, I, I think first of all, I really agree with you. Uh, the sort of make a difference ethos. I feel like that sort of rings in my ear when I reflect on my experience uh, within Felsed. Like that's it's quite a big thing for you know for for Felsedians uh making a difference um and I really agree with that and I guess I feel privileged because not many schools have an ethos like that or try and um look further than education so I think having that uh education from a young age I feel very very uh privileged to have that and even sort of last night like I watched the I rewatched the video of the Queen's visit um And it just brought back so many memories. And I think, you know, that thing of privilege is just, it, it's crazy that that uh, I was able to have that experience, you know, and I, I think not one second I, I take it for granted. Uh, and, you know, regarding the thing that you said about ambitions, I think I really, uh, for the diversity, diversity and equality committee, I'd really like to see uh, Felstead value diversity a lot more and I think really celebrating difference you know because if you celebrate difference then naturally people will feel more included they'll feel uh, more welcome Um, and that's largely through you know ongoing conversations debates Uh, and I'd I'd encourage students to have these conversations in and outside of class uh, both on and off of campus you know because it, it really does stretch further than just one you know TED talk presentation that you you sit in for 30 minutes and then you forget about it you know it's a really ongoing conversation I think yeah and is that what you found at Atlantic because Atlantic I believe draws students from all over the world um, and obviously everybody's new there in the sixth form so did did you feel that that was a um, that was deep within the culture of the the school there yeah it really really was I think that was the one thing I picked up on. Um, and one of the things that we did, which I'd love to bring over to Felstead is uh, focus weeks. 
and it would be sort of focus week on a certain topic, a certain group, maybe a minority. So, for example, it might be titled, you know, uh, being black within Felsted. So that week you'd have speakers, maybe external speakers come in. A couple of students might talk about their perspectives, maybe uh, teachers, you know, and this happens, you know, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, through, throughout the week. There might be a movie showing. Uh, and what you what I tend to, you tend to realize is this conversation is unavoidable. So even after you finished talking about it within a, a seminar, you go to lunch and people are still sort of saying, oh, you know, what's your perspective on that? You go to dinner and it's still that conversation. In fact, I remember a math class where 20 minutes of the class we hadn't started yet because we were still talking about, you know, this issue. And I, I think that when once you get that going then you're really starting to change the culture you can't really just tick up a ticker box and say yeah okay we've had a, a speaker come in so you know we no longer have any issues on race like it's a very much slow and ongoing process i think yeah and i, I sort of you you're almost describing there a generational change i think as well where mm. you know perhaps um perhaps if i go back uh 30, 40 years, the conversation didn't happen at all. And then perhaps in, in my generation, there were there were elements of it. But young people coming through now seem much, much more politically aware, much more socially aware, much more prepared to get involved in that in, in what could be a difficult conversation. But actually, if if managed well, becomes a real win for everybody. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. And um, in, in terms of, uh, I, I talked about making a difference. I suppose the other thing that Felstead really, really tries to do is to develop character. And we, we've seen that in, in yourself. Um, it's something we talk about a lot. It, it's quite hard to pin down sometimes what, what we mean by that. But can you identify moments in your life where perhaps you, you've had to decide to go one way or the other and that, that has defined a bit more the sort of person that you are? Uh, yeah, uh, that's a good question, actually. I think there's sort of three solid moments in my life that have been character defining. Uh, I'd say my first big moment was being lead captain. This is in the prep school. I was lead captain of Grignion, uh, co-lead captain with Illid. Shout out to Illid Thomas. Um, <laughs> it, it just, it taught me so many leadership skills. Uh, and I think it was my first you know, real responsibility. And looking back on it now, it seems small. And, you know, like, what do you really do as a, a league captain in year eight? Not that many things, but it really isn't small at the same time. You know, those skills that I picked up then are still the skills that I'm using today, just in a different, much larger context. You know, I'd say the second sort of character defining moment was probably leaving Felstead. Uh, that was really big for me. Obviously, that was that's been my home since the age of four, and um, having been there since reception, I was very, very comfortable with my friends. You know, having that friend group, and uh, it's going to be the first time I'm changing schools and first time I'm being away from home. So that was it. Really caused a real um, character development for me. And then I think also with Atlantic College being the school that it is, it was just a very, very interesting switch, different kind of, uh, I guess, dynamic. So that, that really did change. Uh, that was very character defining. The third experience was at 
UWC Atlantic. Uh, and that was um, whilst organizing a conference that's called TRIBE. And the TRIBE stands for Truth, Reinvention, Identity, Belonging, and Expression. And the whole concept sort of was about redirecting the misconstrued narrative of Africa and the Caribbean. And I can't really get into much detail because, you know, it would, it, mm. the whole idea was evolved into a lot of things. But I think that really helped. That was a great experience that helped me to find my African identity, which I hadn't really done much within Felstead, you know. And I think it was also the first time that I was like 100% passionately invested into something, you know. So I say, yeah, those are my three biggest sort of life-changing moments. Mm. No, that's really good to hear. I mean, I, I'd give a shout out to Grinion as well while while you mentioned them, because mm. uh, that was my children's league too. So oh, they good. are the best league. league. <laughs> um, yeah, and and the conference that you organised was was that a question of getting speakers in or having talking groups or how how did it work? Uh, sadly, we couldn't have speakers in. Uh, it was due to take place uh, just the week that we had to go home because of uh, the pandemic. This was last year. Uh, yeah. um, and it's only sort of recently actually took place. We uh, delayed it a year. So I sort of took a more backseat since now I'm in university. But um, yeah, the idea is that students really are the main ones who um, share their perspectives with the rest of the school. That's sort of other students and staff. So you'd have like an opening ceremony where you showcase, I don't know, dancing, singing, poetry, all of that. Uh, and then there's workshops. So you might have someone doing a workshop on identity and or diaspora. And so you really get to you get a lot of insight into the student body. I think it's a great opportunity for people to have conversations that have never been had before. Uh, but also there's sort of discussion based workshops. So it's not necessarily just you listen, but you can have a conversation. So um, you might have a conversation on cultural appropriation, for example, and it's sort of just—it's just two days, so just two days of uh, you know Friday and Saturday that uh, you spend uh, in in a conference. But I think it's such a great opportunity to uh, share experiences and such a great opportunity for students to uh, step up and you know take responsibility. It was definitely something I put on my uh, CV because it was one of the most you know my proudest moments in my life. So I think, yeah, I'd really encourage Felset to do uh, something similar, actually. Mm. No, it sounds a really exciting idea. And I think, it again, the idea of just making sure people have a voice is, is so important. Um, mm. And if, if, we, if we do take you back to Felsted now, if you, can, if you can take your mind back all those years, what, what would you say is the, the defining memory that you have? Oh, wow. Defining <laughs> memory. Mm. I... I'd have to say, uh, and I guess it's not a moment as such, but I'd have to say year eight in general was great for me. Obviously, league captain, I was very, very proud of our league. We we pretty much won everything that year. And I think also just generally the last few months of prep school, being at the top of the school and the whole Leavers um, program and everything, was a lot of fun. I just remember having, you know, I have a lot of fond memories around that time. Other than that, I'd say uh, the whole school events, I think that's really what I um, reflect, uh, that's what I think about when I reflect on my time at Felstead, um, such as, you know, the color run, 
Mm -hmm. Christmas dinners or house shouts with uh, the Mons Mandem. Like it, it's it's a lot of fun. Those those moments uh, were really really nice because of the whole community. You know, it was all the whole school coming together, and I I really really uh, did like that. And I think I missed out on those. Uh, those two years when the Windsor Windsor's boys really got close together, because obviously uh, I saw that from um, keeping in touch with a few of them, and it seemed that they really, really got quite tight, um, which I'm glad to hear about, you know. And um, mm -hmm. I think that's something that is so key for Felstead. That community uh, and that togetherness is really, really there. Like it's very vivid. Even and I think even the parents feel it because my mum and dad would say exactly the same thing. Yeah, and I guess that that's been one of the real hardships of the pandemic is a lot of those big events mm. where everybody's together haven't happened in the same way. And uh, yeah. I, I guess last year finishing school, that that last term wasn't there. So that I, I really feel for that generation of students who've come through and perhaps didn't quite get those those moments to finish off together. Yeah, no, no that's difficult. Um... In, in a time like this, really. And were, were there any uh, any teachers who stood out for you? Anyone who either inspired you or, or made you laugh or, or had a particular impact? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I think um, there's one person who sort of stands out for me, and, and that's got to be Chev's, housemaster of Mont's. I think he would just, he's just, he's a great role model um, and a, a really good housemaster, I think. I think we had a great relationship he had a great relationship with the rest of the Mons boys as well and I think just in general uh, I have a lot of respect for him he uh, he really I guess uh, looked out for me in my time in Mons and um, was uh, very keen to give me you know opportunities for example like uh, being a tour guide um, he'd always you know, call me and, and suggest my name. And I think he always, I, I just knew he always had my back. So yeah, I, I definitely say Chefs. Oh, that's good to hear. And uh, I, of course, at, at Felsted, you were a day student. So going away to Atlantic mm. College would have been the first time that you'd boarded. H how did mum and dad cope with that? Oh, mum and dad. I definitely, mum definitely missed me a lot. I, yeah. I definitely. And we keep in contact. I, I used to or I still do call them on a, a weekly basis. So that transition, it wasn't easy, you know, um, leaving home for the first time. However, I really did know it was the right time. And, and even if actually I had stayed at Felstead, I feel like I probably would have boarded. But I think it's it was even better that I sort of stepped out of a familiar community, you know, went somewhere new met a, a whole new uh, group of students a uh, new way of you know because uh, i knew the ways of felstead i knew the the rota and, and all that and this was a a big change for me i think my parents they coped in the end you know they <laughs> they they put their feelings aside if it, if they see me thriving and you know that that was the thing i really was thriving uh, in atlantic college so they were glad to see that, you know. Yeah, no, that's that's good to hear. I, I think when, um, you know, when boarding works well, you you can keep up the communications, and actually, you'll be talking about good things, and mm. then it, and then it's uh, you know, it's a positive experience for everybody. And in terms of uh, in terms of the future, so you you went to Wales for the sixth form. You're in Spain now 
for university. How's how's that been? First of all, how's the transition to university been? Yeah, I'd say uh, obviously with the context of uh, the pandemic, it, it wasn't easy. However, the 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 uni here, i.e., business school, is great. It's it's been so easy to settle down. We have such a good um, hybrid method of learning. So some of my classes I take from my own accommodation. Some I'm able to go. Uh, on campus and um, yeah, just generally Spain is great. My Spanish is getting so much better. Senor Sanchez and Mrs. O'Brien <laughs> would be pleased to know. I'll let them know. Yeah, yeah. So I, it it really has been a great experience for me thus far. Yeah. And w- what about the future then? You you've got a is it a, a four year course at uh, IE? Yes, it'd be four years. And after that, will you will you look to stay in Spain? Come back to the UK, go somewhere else. Yeah, it's a there's a, there's a lot of possibilities at the moment, and I think you know I possibly on my master here. Um, I'm also thinking about Asia because I think you know Asia is a, a great place to go. Possibly China, but you know the thing is, I'm pretty sure whatever I do, it will be sort of a, an international context. I think it's kind of unlikely I'm gonna stay, settle down uh, in in Essex, and that be me. Like I think. Uh, it's more likely that I'm going to be going back and forth uh, from home because, you know, that's really what I enjoy doing. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, the future, though I'm I'm not certain where it might take me. But I know that I'll be sort of expressing my creativity and doing that towards unifying people, you know, internationally. Well, Dara, there, there's absolutely no doubt you've got the skills to make a success of that. And I think... Uh, <laughs> You know, you you embody a lot of the a lot of the things that we want for our students here at Felsted with that global outlook, that focus on creativity, that working with people, um, and it's been a, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you today. I wish we had a bit longer, but uh, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you so much for having me, and that's very kind what you said. Yeah, I've really enjoyed speaking with you as well. And there we go. That was Dara Akamalafe with Chris Townsend, headmaster at Felstead School. Dara, thank you for giving up your time to talk to Chris on this episode. Now, stay tuned to this podcast channel because the next episode is going to be out shortly. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to this channel so that you don't miss it. But until then, thank you for listening to this episode and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.